This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. It appears that there is a deadly new religion afloat. A deadly new religion. And so today on Viewpoint, we'll take a look at what that deadly new religion looks like. It has the support of its own bishops, its own high priests. It has uh, the nuances of uh, worship. It has uh, so many features of a world religion. And so we're going to take a look at how that is developing, what it looks like, and what the consequences of this new religion where people are putting their trust actually is or are, the consequences. So I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation with conviction, as always, talk that transforms. And today, our conversation may actually uh, protect you may actually protect you from a kind of uh, religious violence that is taking place in our country and around the world. So I trust that you will stay tuned. We were told by a recent article coming from a rather respected source that indeed the whole issue with regard to COVID and the vaccines has a serious and distinct religious aspect to it. And now you understand why uh, we would call it a deadly new religion. It is of a religious aspect, and uh, we're going to talk about that here today. And we ask ourselves the question as we begin, what is it that would cause a new religious belief to take place, to take hold, and to spread as rapidly as the COVID issue and its response. Well, there has to be a felt need. And there has to be a believed response. A felt need and a believed response. And the belief is predicated largely on the level of the fear that the people have that needs to be resolved. Now, not all religious uh, beliefs are that way, but many are. And what is the fear? What is the fear that needed to be resolved? Well, it was a virus. It was a virus that was being sold or marketed to the people, not only in America, but around the world, as the most deadly thing since sliced bread, far worse than the bubonic plague and the black death of the uh, Middle Ages. This was the thing to be defeated, and there was only one way to defeat it, and that is to put your trust in Dr. Fauci and put your trust in his recommendations of a, uh, a series of vaccines or jabs that uh, would deliver you from uh, physical hell and restore your faith in humanity and in medicine and in the uh, pharmaceutical agencies and even in your government, that faith would be restored for those who would actually put their trust in those things. Notice the emphasis on the word trust. You see, trust is a very delicate thing. It has to be earned. Trust has to be earned. But the greater the fear, 
the easier it is to learn, earn the trust. Because people are willing to cast all hope aside, all reason aside, all legitimacy aside, all proof aside, in order to gain the supposed hope of deliverance. Well, that's what's happened with regard to the COVID issue and the uh, uh, vaccines or uh, the jabs, as we call them. And so today on Viewpoint, again, we take a little different aspect and focus on this because there is so much more that's developed since we last talked about this a week ago. And I, quite frankly, I've, I've told you, I do not like to keep talking about this, but it demands to be talked about because people are casting their hope and their trust on doctors' recommendations, and the doctors are taking their cues or their belief system. You see, the doctors are the pastors. They're the pastors of the uh, COVID uh, jab, and they're taking their cues from the, uh, the bishops. And the bishops are like the CDC, and uh, some of the other, uh, uh, the National Institutes of Health and so on. And then you have the high priest, which heretofore has been Dr. Fauci and uh, his assistant, Dr. Collins. Now, Dr. Fauci is out. Dr. Collins is out. The CDC remains in. So there are now is no high priest. And so we see now a reduction in the drive, the authentication of this new religious belief system. And so the doctors now, all they have left to rely upon is what they thought they knew. But there's no new information coming out that's going to help them. The only thing they can do is rely upon the CDC, and the CDC has been manipulating the data so badly that that is being proven to be totally unreliable, undependable. There is no sense of, shall we say, uh, believability in the alleged scriptures of the vaccine and COVID as we have known it. All of it seems to have disappeared, except for one thing, and that is that the people still believe it. The majority of the people still believe it. And those who are finding that their belief was misplaced, that they were seduced into believing a counterfeit Messiah, because, in fact, the COVID vaccines jabs were marketed much like a messianic hope for the people. They were. You take this, our president said, and you will not get the virus and you will not be able to transmit the virus. His exact words. You will not get the virus and you will not be able to transmit it. It was an absolute unmitigated lie. Even... Dr. Deborah Burks, who was right at the front line with Dr. Fauci on television daily when Donald Trump was still in office, 
She came out and said, we can't believe the American people believed all this stuff that we were telling them so quickly and so easily. We never thought that would happen. And then she had the temerity to admit that we never believed, or she said, I never believed that the jabs or the vaccine would prevent people from getting the virus or would prevent them from spreading it. She admitted that. And then she said the reason she uh, touted that as gospel truth was because unless they did that, they wouldn't be able to advance the so-called vaccines and the jabs quickly to get this religion in place. Yes, she didn't use the word religion, but that's exactly what it was. A belief system. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Believe it or not, one of the foundational principles of the new COVID religion were that you had to have a mask because the mask, remember, were going to prevent the transmission uh, of the virus from you to other people. It didn't prevent the virus being transmitted from you to other people. Neither did it prevent the virus being transferred from other people to you. There was a lot of talk about this. And Dr. Fauci, for show, would put on his hypocritical mask in front of the people for television purposes. Then, like the ancient uh, religious leaders of Jesus' day, who put on a show for public consumption and then did what they wanted in private, which Jesus rebuked them for, the same thing was through for Dr. Fauci. Pictures were taken of him without his mask in public, but he would put it on for public consumption and for pictures. Now, there's another flip-flopper. Fauci's replacement now says that no studies prove that masks work. Dr. Ashish, huh? said there is no study in the world that shows that masks work that well. Admit, what? what? You've got to be kidding me. No study in the world that shows that masks work well? He said there's no broad agreement among public health and science experts that masks work at all. He said that from the White House podium. He said... Uh, Martin Kodolf, a senior scholar at the Brownstone Institute, wrote on Twitter that it is astonishing that some public health officials still impose mask mandates. When the only randomized controlled trials on masks against the spread of COVID showed little to no benefit in wearing them. Yet California is now prepared 
to mandate masks again. Friends, this is religion. This is a religious belief system. It's secular, but it's turning into a kind of quasi-religious belief system. It has a gospel, a gospel of salvation. You either do what we say or suffer the consequences. You either wear the mask or you're going to be kicked out of your work. You're going to be kicked out of the grocery store. You're going to be kicked out of here. You will not be able to be part of the congregation. You will not be welcome in this church, the church of society, the church of secular society. You won't be welcome. In fact, we may make sure that you lose your job if you don't get the jab, because if you don't get the jab, you have no salvation. And if you don't have any salvation, then you're jeopardizing everybody else, and so we can't allow you to be part of legitimate society of the secular masses. You cannot join that mass. Are you beginning to get the picture? You see, when we put it in these kinds of terms, it helps us to understand how far this has gone and why people are convinced. They're not convinced against their will. Most people were not convinced against their will. They were seduced into being convinced, but nobody is ever seduced against their will. There was a will to be seduced. People wanted to believe what they wanted to believe. Because they were afraid. And that fear was generated over and over again by the priests and prophets of the vaccine and COVID. In America and around the world. And so it became the engine, shall we say, a religious engine of Globalism, a religious engine to unite the world through uh, international health organizations, the World Health Organization, through uh, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. You see, that's how it was used. These people actually were creating, in effect, a kind of compelling religious belief system to compel every man, woman, and child to join their church. And if you didn't join their church, you were persona non grata. You had no right to live. You were to be the subject of immense and increasing persecution. Isn't that what's happened? Exactly. That's exactly what's happened. Now, all that having been said, as we've laid the foundation for this deadly religion that has come upon the world, now we see this puts us in a real conundrum. Because God, the Creator, tells us that we should trust in Him. We were seduced away from trusting him. We didn't realize, we were told that this was not just any old flu. This was 
like the bubonic plague. This was going to take over the world, and you would be de- you would be a dead dead as a doornail if you didn't take wear the mask and if you didn't uh, take the vaccine. There was no hope for you. So Christians, Christians fled from trusting God to trusting Dr. Fauci as the high priest of the new deadly religion. And then they trust, trusted the president, Joe Biden, who would stand as if he were somehow the false prophet of the new deadly religion, and he would confirm what the high priest was saying and make it happen and compel every man, woman, and child on the planet, especially in America, you either take the vaccine or there's going to be hell to pay. Isn't that what happened? That's exactly what happened. And many are experiencing that, indeed, there was a kind of secular hell to pay. Now, studies are coming out showing that our children, because of their removal from public schools, their removal from schools, their ability to get together and so on, have been set back years in terms of their education and in terms of their ability to make a living 10 years from now. The consequences are echoing into the future. You see, there are consequences to what you believe. There are consequences to what you don't believe. So what do you believe? What do you really believe? Apparently, the majority of Americans, including American Christians, believe Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden and Dr. Burks and and, uh, the leaders of the uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies in America. They believe them, even though the so-called vaccines were not vaccines at all, by the admission of the CDC... And the FDA, Federal Drug Administration, did not approve and still has not approved these as other than experimental. So in other words, it was an experimental religion. So we're going to cast all of our care, all of our hope, all of our uh, convictions upon People who are touting something that hasn't even been proven in any way, shape, or form. In fact, the statistics behind the scenes, the data, all show just the opposite. The real statistics and data for what testing was done would have caused the American people to shrink with horror. But we didn't shrink with horror. Why didn't we shrink with horror? Because we didn't even want to know those facts. We didn't even want to know those facts. We wanted to know, we want to be told what we want to be told because we're scared and we're feeling bad and we want somebody to make us feel better at the moment. So we're like Esau there in the Bible. 
willing to give up his birthright that was precious for a temporary meal while his brother was able to gain that birthright that was precious by giving up a simple meal. That's what we did. We gave up that which was precious, our lives, our trust, in order to get a temporary hope that couldn't even be depended upon. There was nothing provable about it. It was all hype. It was a false gospel, but it was a religious gospel anyway, because it involved a serious, mandatory belief system with consequences that were presented as if they were hell. And they have produced that. Contrary to all the representations, and we want to talk a little bit about that here in the balance of the program here today. Now, let me just suggest to you that when you have, for instance, two reports that are coming out uh, one day right after the other, first of all was the uh, collapse, the sudden collapse of DeMar Hamlin, a professional football player in Monday Night Football, January 2nd. And it has gained a lot of attention across the nation. He just dropped dead. I think he was 23 years of age. That's the average age, by the way, of those younger who are just dropping dead. Heart issues. And the collapse occurred on live TV during a National Football League game between playoff contenders. Now, what caused it? It was apparently a cardiac arrest. He was given CPR on the field, then taken by ambulance, and thank God he survived. Apparently today, he came too. But what caused it? Why was this young man physically strong, young, healthy, how is it that he just collapsed on the spot? And now another one. Another young man, a pro football player, who denounced other players who refused to take the experimental COVID-19 shots. He's now been found dead. In fact, hundreds of young athletes, mostly men, have reported heart malfunctions, sometimes fatal, during their sports activities. Many more have just simply dropped dead. That seems to be the case for, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, Luce Wanari, 38 years of age, who played for the Jacksonville Jaguars in the National Football League. He had adopted an extreme position on the COVID shots. In other words, he was a true believer. He said he demanded jail for anyone who refused corporate or government mandates to be part of the experiments. In other words, he wanted to put people in jail if they didn't believe what he believed. That's right. That's religious belief, friends. That is extremist political religious belief. 
So are people finally recognizing how dangerous the COVID vaccines are? How this has been a quasi-religion with deadly consequences? Are we really coming to grips with that? Some are, but with California threatening down to create mandatory masks again, you wonder how um, what does it take to convince people of reality when they have bought into a false religious belief? What does it take? And what will it take to get, convince people again in an even greater will, a way, to religiously embrace the infamous mark of the beast. Think about that during the break. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, saveus.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcasts live and archived. Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. More than one in four Americans believe they know someone who died from COVID injection from their belief, their religious, quasi-religious belief that this was going to be their salvation. Yeah, just get me through COVID and I'm saved. I'll take the jab. Even though, well, there might be a risk involved, but it's okay. I believe. So they're true believers. They didn't investigate. They didn't call for proof of any type. They just flat out believed. How is it that so many people in our country and around the world were so easily seduced, and I do say seduced properly, to believe in the vaccine and what they were being told Even though there was no testing done, no proof, no FDA approval, it was all and still is called experimental. So they were willing to indulge and cast their lives and hope for the future upon an experiment. Yet they would not commit their life to Jesus Christ, for which there is history in the whole development of the the gospel and how it came about for 4,000 years, and they still won't believe it. They're skeptics. But the very people that were skeptics and still are skeptics concerning faith in Christ received 
the vaccine with full trust and confidence. How is that? They say we want proof. No, they didn't want proof. They didn't want proof. All they wanted was somebody to tell them this will make you feel better. This will keep you, this will assuage your fear. That's all they wanted. And so they flocked to the church, to Dr. Fauci's Church of the Vaccine. It wasn't even a vaccine. It was a counterfeit. A counterfeit gospel. And I want you to think about this for just a moment. That very same line of thinking and practice and response is going to take place again in spades. And it will not be very far from now. The stage has been set for the new global order, the great reset, all of that to take place by 2030. We are now seven years away. And people are still prepared to accept whatever the government tells them. They're still prepared to accept a new world order, a new global order, and to put their trust in that and man's rule rather than God's rule. That's what Israel did in the beginning. You remember back in the days of the prophet Samuel. They came to Samuel as the prophet And uh, they said, we want a king. Anoint us a king. Samuel was blown away. Israel wants a king? They want a vaccine? They want to trust something other than the God who chose them and took them out of Egypt with a mighty hand, led them through the Red Sea, gave them the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai? They want a vaccine now? They want to trust a king, an earthly king? He couldn't believe it. So he went to God, and God said, you know what? These people are stubborn. Give them what they want. They're not coming after you, Samuel. They're coming after me. They don't want me to rule over them. They don't want the God who created them to have the rule over them. They want some man that they can touch to rule over them. So in the fullness of time, God gave them that in the form of Jesus Christ. In the fullness of time, he sent forth his only begotten son, full of grace and truth, somebody that they could touch, the living truth, the living Torah, and they could touch him, they looked at him, and they said, no, we don't want that guy. We don't want him. Give us Caesar. And they're going to get Caesar. They are going to get Caesar again. They had Caesar when Jesus walked the planet, and they're going to get Caesar again, the resurrected Roman Empire. It's happening right before our eyes. But it was all an issue of trust and still is. Who do you trust? And don't answer that question so simply, cavalierly. If you took the vaccine, 
you proved what you trusted. You didn't even need facts or evidence. You just did what somebody told you was necessary to become part of that religious congregation. That's what you did. You may not like to hear it so bluntly, but that is what you did. And it's going to happen all over again in spades. It's going to happen all over again when the head of this new world order, the the uh, a political Dr. Fauci, takes over the world government, the new world government, and with his false prophet, whoever that will be, declares that you're going to have to take the vaccine again. But this time, it will be a different kind of vaccine. This time, it will be an absolute proof of where you put your trust because you will have to declare your allegiance to the new world order and the counterfeit Christ who is heading it, Antichrist himself. That's what you're going to have to do. And do you know why the majority of people on our planet, including the majority of Christians, are going to do that? For the same reason they took the vaccine. Same reason. Fear. Fear has torment. So here on this program, friends, whether you like it or not, if I have to stand alone to tell you the truth, I will. Personally, I have nothing to lose. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't have a horse in this race because I've dedicated my life. As for me and my house, we have decided to put our trust in the Lord no matter what. Come what may. And that's why I'm preparing my household. That's why my wife and I talk about this fairly regularly. That's why we pray for our children, our grandchildren. We pray for you. We pray for our congregation. That's the reason why we do this, because we love you. God loves you. But he doesn't love you in the way that Dr. Fauci loved you. Dr. Fauci purported to love you. Oh, he didn't have to use the word. But that's what he was trying to convince you. I care for you. Believe me. He said he was science incarnate. If you don't believe me, you don't believe in science. Do you have to believe in me because I'm the gospel truth? Yeah. We're putting it in ways, friends, that we can understand deep in our spirit, in our gut. This isn't just about information. This is about transformation. Dr. Joseph Mercola wrote a piece uh, just uh, last uh, day or so. Deadly new killer makes COVID look like a teddy bear. What's the deadly new COVID uh, killer? It's the after effects of the shots. And what now are the after effects of the shots? Oh, my dear friends, all the data, all the statistics are showing a dramatic increase 
in cardiac problems, dropping dead, even among the young, even especially among the young, those 40 and under, even in their 20s. Something dramatic has happened in their internal systems, their organs, their veins, and so on. The other is that the mRNA so-called vaccine has so transformed the systems, the immune systems of those who put their trust in it, that it is actually destroying their immune systems so that cancer is increasing dramatically. When I say dramatically, I mean dramatically. Because there's no for inhibition for the cancer to proceed. The mRNA did away with, in all effect, did away with your immune system and rendered you now subject to cancer in all of its virile forms. So you've got the sudden death syndrome. It's driving down life expectancy, not increasing life expectancy. And the manipulation of data, for instance, by the CDC and others, is hiding the real cause of death. For instance, they're attributing to COVID death from cancer. They're hiding it because the effect of this counterfeit religion is so deadly that they cannot bring themselves to face the reality of what they have done in preaching a false gospel. Deaths from the now from this now are off the charts for those under 65. Believe it or not, it's now the number one cause of death for the age group under 65 that is not COVID, but vaccines. There's a silent epidemic that's impairing and destroying your immune system and literally obliterating 90% of your DNA repair mechanisms. A public health disaster. A false salvation offered. And now, people are dying hand over fist as a result. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Before the vaccines took hold with the new counterfeit religion, the deadliest religion 
that we have come to see and hear from, a secular religion, a belief system in false priests, false bishops, false gospels, proving to be absolutely deadly in America and around the world. Hospital treatment for COVID was the number one killer earlier on as COVID broke forth. Heart attacks, turbocharged cancer, and sudden death were all low, and there were no deaths from myocarditis. So, what the jab, COVID jab, died of in 2021 and 22 changed dramatically. Sudden death became the number one cause of death in 2021 and 2022. The second was cardiac-related death, and cancer was third. And myocarditis killed more than COVID-19. Among those older than 65, cancer was the number one cause of death, and the turbocharged cancer rate is huge compared to those without the vaccine. In other words, this sudden huge increase of turbocharged cancer is so great that it is manifesting in ways beyond anything that has ever been seen in the data of medical treatment. The three most stunning differences between the jabbed and the unjabbed. Sudden death rates are off the charts for the vaccinated. For those under 65. It's the number one cause of death for those under 65 now. Sudden death rates. What's it happening from? Blood clots. Myocarditis is, myocarditis is a cause of death is registering now for uh, only for the vaccinated. Cardiac issues as a cause of death in vaccinated young people less than 65 are significantly elevated as compared to unvaxxed peers. Exploding cancer rates is precisely what you would expect from a drug that impairs and destroys your immune system, which is what the COVID jabs do. We don't have time to go into uh, more of the detail. Here's another statement. The SARS COVID-2 spike protein obliterates 90% of the DNA repair mechanism in your lymphocytes, a type of white blood cell that helps your body fight infections and chronic diseases such as cancer. And that's just one mechanism of many. I could talk and give you data for two hours, and it wouldn't make any difference for most people because they've chosen to embrace a false religion. They're going to believe what they're going to believe no matter how much evidence you present because they're afraid or because they're too proud to admit they embraced a false religion, a secular religion that compelled them to a false salvation message. A doctor dropped mRNA vaccine onto a drop drop of unjapped blood. It was enough to make your jaw drop. And that was just the beginning. It was a fascinating investigation that delves into the claims made about the shots. 
Do they really contain graphene oxide, microchips, and parasites? We're not going to try to answer all of those questions here today, but what is obvious and proven is that there are rubbery clots that are showing up in the veins and arteries of people who have taken the spike protein, embalmers have reported pulling these stringy, stretchy objects out of deceased people who get the jab. And they're different from anything they've ever seen before. Something brand new. It's like a white elastic clot uh, induced by the spike protein, which is actually a glycoprotein. I can't go into all the details here because neither you nor I would understand all of it to use the scientific terms. But these spike proteins glom together, forming masses and processes that would normally break down a blood clot do not work on these uh, new clots. Don't work. You can take the medication you normally would have taken for blood clots, and it doesn't work because they're different. It's artificial. They're, they're synthetic, just like the religion that you embraced when you took the jab. A synthetic hope, a counterfeit, something that stole your trust. And just imagine what will happen when nanotechnology, microchips, and vaccines are matched together by the likes of Bill Gates, who has already filed a patent in 2020, March, with the U.S. Patent Office to do just that. Can you see why we would talk about this in terms and in an attitude and way different than you would hear normally on other radio programs? Why is that? Because our primary issue here is not just your physical health. It's your eternal destiny. It's your spiritual health. And trust is the big issue. That is what God is looking for. He wants you to trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. As the song that we used to sing says, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. When we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. So trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. I can almost guarantee you that there's almost nobody who took the shots, who is happy in Jesus today. Not really. They're worried. They're fearing now as much as they feared COVID before. When you take a false religion, a false trust, you don't get away with fear. That's only temporary. You get more of it. 
God doesn't want you to be walking in fear, my friend. He didn't give you the spirit of fear. He gave you the spirit of love and a power and a sound mind. But when we yielded to the temptation to accept the testimony of false prophets coming in the name of medicine, coming in the name of government, and so on, when we weren't willing to stand and having all to, to, to stand, having our loins girt about with truth and secure in our convictions, we didn't have security. We had fear, and fear has torment. God doesn't want you to be tormented, my friend. You say, well, what do I do now? I'm so afraid. I took the jab, now what? Well, have you committed any sin in the past? Well, we all have, haven't we? So, whether you took the jab or not, if you had sinned, What you do, you confess. You confess to the Lord. You say, look, uh, I was weak. And I shifted my trust from you, Lord, to government, to Dr. Fauci, to false prophets, to this, that, or the other. I was weak. And I wasn't faithful. Will you please forgive me? Now, you know what? God will forgive you. If we confess our sin, failure to trust God is a sin. It's a betrayal. Just like uh, Peter betrayed Jesus there at the time uh, close to his crucifixion. He denied him three times after saying he would never do such a thing. But he confessed. He was brokenhearted over it. And Jesus forgave him. And he'll forgive you too. Here's the problem though. It doesn't remove the consequences. What it will remove is the fear of the torment of breach of trust. You restore your trust in the Lord. And then you walk in his ways. And you leave the rest to him. If there are other consequences that flow from your getting the jab, that's not much different than if you had committed fornication and had a child. Just because you confess your sin of fornication doesn't mean you got rid of the child. You still have responsibility. There are consequences for what we do or don't do. But that's how we deal with it. And then we can have peace with the Lord. That's what God, God wants you to walk in peace, my friends. Not peace because you had some temporary uh, deliverance from a fear of COVID or something like that. After all, that was just a, a flu bug anyway. It was a severe flu bug, but it was a, a flu bug. People die of flu Every year, lots of them, hundreds of thousands of people in this country. But you weren't told that because they wanted to market fear to drive a new secular religion to control you, 
your family, our country, and to prepare the world for the new world order. And that's why Klaus Schwab say take full advantage of it. Use this now. Don't let this crisis go without being used. Joe Biden has done everything he could to do that. But what are you going to do? Look, whatever you do, don't succumb again to the same temptation. Flee from temptation. Since this was not even a true vaccine, why would you or anybody be willing to just cavalierly, as a Christian, throw down the temple of the Holy Spirit to the whim of a Dr. Fauci and Pfizer or any of the other pharmaceuticals that are out there to make billions on your back as a result of this false faith that they seduced you into. Maybe you don't like the metaphor that I've used here, and that's understandable. If you don't like it, that's fine. You can forgive me for that. But I see a lot of similarities here. It preaches, friends. It really does. It helps us to really understand the nature of where we are. So, with that in mind, you might want to get a copy of the book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. $15. We'll put that $18 book in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org, Seduction of the Saints. Also, the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. Would you even be able to identify him? The Jewish leaders couldn't even identify Christ. How are they going to identify the coming imposter? How would you? It's a $23 book. It's on our website, saveus.org. I think it's a $22 book. Go to the website, saveus.org, and avail yourself of it. Thanks for joining us. Become a partner, friend. Send your gifts by faith to Save America Ministries. Tell your friends, Roman countrymen, about the program. Let's get the You're message out. Viewpoint with Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.